It's Thursday, December 15, 2022. Christmas is days away. I'm your host, pastor and author Jonathan Shirk, and this is Small Town Theologian, a weekly show bringing you comforting truths from Scripture and confessional reform theology from my walk-in closet in Manheim, Pennsylvania. Please consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Nine more and I reach my goal of 50. May your life be shaped by what you learn. I want to thank you for listening and supporting the show. One recent listener rated the show five stars and gave a kind review. Thank you, listener. This listener commented, quote, grateful for this sound and accessible resource, especially for those of us who are new to Reformed theology. Each thoughtful episode gives lots of things to ponder. I listen again and again, end quote. Well, thank you for that feedback. I hope to continue to give sound, thoughtful, and accessible episodes that help listeners apply the rich truths of Scripture to their everyday lives. Whether you're new to Reformed Theology or not, this show has helpful things for you to consider. It's meant to help you find comfort in the gospel applied. It's been a while since I released a regular episode. I've struggled to devote the time. I don't want the podcast to distract from my calling as a pastor. The show contributes a bit to our congregational life at Jerusalem Church. However, the podcast can be distracting for me, and I'd rather be a faithful shepherd to my congregation than a successful podcaster. Pray that I would repent of any lust uh, for approval or renown and be strengthened by the Spirit to give Jerusalem Church my utmost attention, love, and life, and that I would find a good time to work on the podcast. We continue today with the I Belong series. The last three regular episodes were focused on the necessity and blessing of local church membership. Today, we turn to Belgic Confession, Article 29, and the marks of a true church. Think about that. The marks of a true church. Does this mean there are false churches? Yes, it does. The sad reality is that there are false churches. Sure, they meet in the name of Jesus Christ and believe some true doctrine, but They are false churches because they do not do what God commands local churches to do. To borrow from the Apostle John, they are synagogues of Satan, not churches. These false churches are not faithful in the essentials and do not give the congregation what feeds and grows their souls. Instead of doing church God's way, they do church their own way. As they do church their own way, they kick truth out of their churches along with the Holy Spirit. And these false churches continue their empty and powerless routine without God's blessing. Yes, the seats may be filled, but there is no life in false churches because the means by which God uses to give life to his people are not there. So it's important that you know what a true church is so you can belong to one for your own eternal well-being. This message is so relevant today. Danny Hyde from Ocean United Reformed Church wrote, quote, With everything from home groups to tele-evangelism to the ministries of certain teachers to megachurches and emerging churches all calling themselves churches, we need the guidance Belgic Confession Article 29 offers. A drive down the main street of any town in America reveals that anyone with a new idea about how to make church relevant has done so to the approval of many, end quote. And then what about cults? They call it the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Is that a true church, even though it diverges from historic Christian doctrine at at vital points? Can some guy uh, self-appoint himself a prophet or a preacher and start a church without any oversight, accountability, or training, thus leaving his church open to rehashed old heresies? 
Should we consider a church, a true church that prays to Mother God, preaches LGBTQIA plus ideology more than the gospel and welcomes goddess worship? How can we tell if a church is a true church so that we can belong and actually receive God's grace through God's means? Belgic Confession, Article 29 is a long one, but an extremely important one. We'll unpack it in the coming weeks. I'll leave the entire statement in the show notes for you to read, but let me read a portion of it for you today. It's an excellent statement that can help Christians discern whether to belong to a certain local church or not. The first part of Article 29 states, We believe that we ought to discern diligently and very carefully by the word of God what is the true church. For all sects in the world today claim for themselves the name of the church. We are not speaking here of the company of hypocrites who are mixed among the good in the church and who nonetheless are not part of it, even though they are physically there, but we are speaking of distinguishing the body and fellowship of the true church from all sects that call themselves the church. I love where this article begins. It begins with the authority of God's inerrant word. The Holy Scriptures explain to us in detail what a true church looks like. We don't have to guess and we don't have to invent or innovate. We simply need to go to Scripture. And I would argue church history greatly helps us as a secondary resource to know the marks of a true church and how to do church. False churches are shaped by human ideas, trends, and marketing research. True churches are shaped by Scripture alone. This line is all important. We ought to discern diligently and very carefully by the Word of God what is the true church. False churches are filled with people who don't really know God's Word. They may simply be ignorant of it or they don't actually believe it. True churches, on the other hand, are shaped, formed, or fashioned by God's Word. You want to find a church that has the highest esteem for God's Word, not just in word, but in deed as well. Why is it important for you and me to discern diligently and very carefully by the Word of God what is the true church? Well, Article 29 explains, there are sects or spin-offs that claim to be the church. Oakley uh, sunglasses were a big deal when I was a teenager. Oakley's were really cool, but really expensive. Then there were fake Oakley's or Folkley's as we called them. They were way cheaper. I think I had a pair. But they weren't Oakley's because Oakley didn't make them. Sects are like Folkley's. They kind of look right and claim to be a church, but they are fake because they aren't shaped by the word of God. They deviate and follow their own opinions of how church should be. We'll unpack this more next time, but for now, understand this. One way to tell a true church from a false church is that a true church is entirely committed to first, rightly understanding God's word, and second, conforming everything they do as a church to God's word. I think true churches are also interested in church history and discerning diligently and very carefully along with sound and helpful Christian voices from the past. Be careful. 
If your church values innovation, novelty, cultural relevance, and originality more than conformity to God's word, you're in a dangerous place that may not be promoting your greatest well-being and comfort in life and death. Make sure your church is passionate about conforming to Scripture and helping you do the same in all areas of your life. That's a great start. Hey, y'all. It's almost Christmas. I love it. Cold weather. Snow is on the way. Excited to do this Christmas thing. And hey, I don't really ask for money uh, to support the show, but I do ask you to support the show by buying... Uh, predestined for joy in the Heidelberg Catechism on Amazon. Would you check those resources out? Buy a copy, give it as a Christmas gift. Thanks for considering.